0: who are you i'm
1: harry harry potter
0: yo harry potter was not trying to come into this match trying to win no mickey mouse quidditch cup final no mickey mouse house cup This ain't the 2020 Toronto, I mean, 2020 LA Lakers. He's trying to be the 2019 Toronto Raptors, the underdog story. Let's go. Let's go. Jacob, are you ready for this one? Are you hyped? Let's
1: go. I'm hyped for the Quidditch final. Let's go.
0: If you guys are not aware yet, I'm going to drop the act because then I just get really tired if I just keep being angry for like a full hour. (laughs) We are just another chapter, a book club style podcast where we review a book every single day. I mean, a chapter every single day, but technically it's a book every single day. True. Logically, how technical do you want to get? Ah, not my problem. But Jacob, we are on the third book of seven in the Harry Potter series, The Prisoner of Azkaban. So as we do every day, will you please walk us through the 15th chapter of this wonderful book, The Quidditch Finals
1: let's do it this was a chapter for sure it was definitely a chapter and it begins where of course they're not too happy about the verdict they just heard about buckbeak and they're complaining they're frustrated they don't know what they can do they're lucius malfoy his leverage uh is obviously being felt here but also, it's a positive thing, sort of, not really, because Ron and Hermione finally made up over that situation. They've come together uh, for the common good, trying to protect Buckbeak in this situation, trying to make sure Hagrid is doing all right. And uh, Ron even kind of was like, you know what? Yo, Scabbers was old anyways. I don't care. It's all good. We're blessed. So and <laughs> I'll allow it this time, but like you know, it is what it is. It might even get an owl in the future. But with the security and uh, in Hogwarts, doesn't make it easy to go visit Hogwarts, uh, or Hagrid, outside of Hogwarts. Um, so they got to talk to him in class. And Hagrid is just like, bro, it's all my fault. Malfoy, obviously, is, uh, is trying to poke fun at Hagrid for the whole situation, making jokes and everything. It's where Hermione... This is, this is crazy. She slaps Malfoy, whips out her wand because he was talking to a smack. Hermione ain't taking nothing no more from Malfoy. All that nonsense. No more. But on the way to Charm's class, they're late. And they notice that Hermione wasn't in class. They find her later sleeping in the dorm. Ron says, bruh, maybe... Uh, Maybe you should be uh, not doing so many classes. You've got a little bit much on your plate. And she insists that she's doing all right. Everything's a okay although she did sleep through the class and didn't end up showing up. But on to divination class. We're now looking at crystal balls. They're done with the palm reading. And uh, Hermione, (laughs) probably a little tired and unaware of what's going on based off of her kind of burnout says to uh, says Treylani is crazy. Basically, basically, she's kind of like throwing shade, very loud in class. But it's almost like Trey doesn't even notice Treyway. Am I saying it right? Treylani trelawney. trelawney. But like you said, actually right, Trelawney, But
0: trayway is the more is the more accurate accurate accurate.
1: Yeah. <laughs> accurate. You said accurate. I actually <laughs> said. <it.
0: laughs> uh
1: um yeah so she's basically talks shit about her and she doesn't even notice that she talks shit and then um she continues on with the lesson they're all thinking it's really useless re- looking at crystal balls trying to read like the smoke going on in the crystal balls but uh she passes by and senses that something is wrong by that table of the trio she brings up once again the grim and her like "Bruh, enough this is bullshit you are you are a fraud this is, you don't even know what you're saying. And she quits. She leaves the class. She said, I'm done with this class. This is a stupid class. You know, maybe a good thing for her mind because she's got too many classes anyways, but that's not really why she did it. It's because she's had enough of this, this magic that even McGonagall is kind of skeptical about, but there are some that aren't as skeptical. There's Lavender Brown and Pavarti Patel. They both applaud professor treyway for predicting that a student would be gone by easter so a little pat on the back for professor treyway he got it right sure sure you did (laughs) anyway and uh, by easter a lot of people are stressed um because um yeah it's exam season and obviously hermione is as well uh evidence of what just happened she just stormed out of class basically saying this is stupid but i mean there's also Quidditch. Quidditch final is just around a corner, but Harry's feeling a lot of pressure at this point. He's, he wants to win it not just for himself, but he wants to win to rub it in Malfoy's face in front of the whole school. He wants to help Oliver Wood as well win it in his final year as captain and at the school. So Harry and Malfoy, they're really kind of at a really high point of tension um, from that Ravenclaw game when he they try to come on the pitch and disguise as Dementors. To him throwing him under the bus for the Hogsmeade trip, snitching on him to Snape. And of course, the Buckbeak situation with Hagrid and that class. So anticipation for this match obviously is at an all-time high. There's even fights that have broken out between members of the team beforehand. People are, are escorting Harry, make sure he's safe. He's not involved in any of these fights. People from Gryffindor are making sure the star is ready for the game. The night of, Harry, he had some some rough dreams, but he's up bright and early. He's ready, but he sees an animal on the pitch, and he thinks, could it be the Grim?" Not today. He sees it, sees Crookshanks. It's actually Crookshanks and the Shaggy Dog. But why would Crookshanks be able to see the omen? So he's a little, a little confused, so he asks Ron, who's still kind of sleeping, but Ron basically just is like, and goes back to bed. In the great hall, everyone is cheering on Gryffindor except for Slytherin, even all the Ravenclaw, Hufflepuff. They would rather see Gryffindor win than Slytherin. And the match is on. Lee Jordan says, A Slytherin, they're uh, going for a different lineup this time, going for a size, not skill. So, what does that mean? Hmm. They're bringing back 90s basketball, yeah. <laughs> brute force with the 2020 uh, Philadelphia 76ers, out well, the did bullying them. So, yeah, uh, Gryffindor, they get off to a good start. Angelina Johnson scores first. Marcus Flint takes a cheap shot at her. Fred retaliates. Then both Slytherin and Gryffindor, they both get penalties. There's more roughness along the way from Slytherin. Even Lee Jordan says they're cheating. Professor says, bro, you, you can't be un- unbiased like this. But Lee Jordan's like, you know what? I'm calling it like it is. But we can all see based off of what's happening. This is a very physical match. Even yeah. Harry says that this is the dirtiest match I've ever played in. Harry sees the snitch and he's trying to, he's trying to hold on to it. Not, not catch it. He's trying to keep an eye out on this because they are down by quite a lot of points. They got to win by a certain amount of points. So they need to rack up the points before Harry can catch the snitch. They're still up at 60 to 10. It's close. Malfoy has um, latches on to Harry's broom. Lee Jordan is still mad in the commentary even mcgonagall also kind of agrees that this is like this is not right this is not how quidditch is supposed to be played it's now 70 to 20 harry goes for the snitch as malfoy is tailing him he reaches out takes both hands off his broom the crowd erupts harry caught the snitch in dramatic fashion everyone comes on the field to celebrate hagrid says um he will tell Buckbeak about this beautiful victory. Make sure that Buckbeak is feeling good as well. Celebrating with all of them. Harry at this point wishes that Dementor was around because this is a really happy moment for him. And he knows that Patronus are best when you are uh, you feel of a very happy moment because this is just what a, what a time for Harry winning the Quidditch Cup. And uh, yeah, in the Quidditch final, of course, Gryffindor wins. And then that's, that's the end of this chapter
0: beautiful beautiful chapter this is my favorite quid. this is my favorite quidditch
1: chapter of the entire series i agree i agree i think this was although quidditch is is okay it's at times it can be a little bit of a nuisance but i think overall as a quidditch heavy focus chapter and we've had a few of them so far in this series but this one was the best by far and i think yeah no, that dynamic the 90s basketball the brute force we could see it kind of foreshadowing from lee jordan one of the best characters in this in this story It's like yo they've got a different lineup this they're going for size and not skill and it's evident by the way that they're trying to they're just trying to grind it out in the way that in um in soccer in the european football or uh yeah like champions league there's away goals and stuff yeah uh, this it might be a really unnecessary concept to bring up but they're just trying to win by not letting them score or like yeah not letting them catch the snitch they just want to win by their already higher score than them and that's why they brought out the the physical squad for this one good offense is a great defense facts yo this guy could be a coach get this guy a contract yo get him a
0: contract Nurse, more like joe maloof more like joe magoof i'm going to be mike they should have honestly called me for space jam too I, I don't know if Goofy is part of that whole realm. Is Goofy part of, like, the no. Bucks? No? No. Well, um, if they want to make some sort of thing with Goofy, I'll be I'll be this coach. Call me Joe Magoof. Magoof and Magoofy. Magoof and Goofy.
1: Oh, my God.
0: We'll um, be, the, like, the Mickey Mouse ring. We'll actually... Hey, yo,
1: a- yo where, the, where the new podcast hosts at? Um, auditions coming soon? Um. Yo. <laughs> yo. Aight, whatever whatever fam no i'll allow the man
0: i'll allow the man thank you thank you no but the reason why i like this chapter the this actually it's not only is it like one of my favorite quidditch chapters it's one of my favorite chapters of this book
1: really yeah a wow. spoiler alert i'm giving it a five back-to-back fives wow wow a quidditch chapter with lee jordan your least favorite character which is which is weird because we literally had a full page of lee jordan commentary i know i'm actually really surprised the reason uh, why
0: i felt like this was more bantery than the very first chapter chapter 11 named quidditch in in book one i believe that was Mm -hmm. it was chapter 11 this it was like bantery because he was just kind of like talking back with mcgonagall and mcgonagall was like please be biased he's like i am i'm just calling the game how it is and he's like giving like another firebolt like and then (laughs) it's cutting in and out of the whole Harry and Draco thing plus we get like some Harry tactics when when um Katie Bell is trying to score and like they it's they fucking like park the bus against her so Harry comes and just bulldozes everyone and I'm like just the whole dynamic and then especially the very last line of the whole book just really made it for uh, this chapter just made it for me
1: Yeah, no, I I thought it was, yeah, definitely the best Quidditch chapter, but it's also a very just interesting chapter. Um, The kind of set up, the lead up into it is pretty cool. Like there's there's not necessarily a lot that happens in this chapter. It's definitely Quidditch focused, but we got to remember that how important Quidditch is in this story, but not just to like the story, but to Harry itself, the main character. This is clearly um, something he's, loves and it's demonstrating the kind of the end of the chapter where he's like bro i could have i wish the dementors were here because i'm feeling on top of the world i i could have casted the best patronus yet because yeah. now i i'm able to kind of um cast that feeling and into my patronus so it's just like whenever you see harry thriving that's just that's why you know it's a dub it's it's good and it's it also just shows how important Quidditch is to him. And at the end of the day, a, a win is a win. And yeah, Oliver would as well. Going to be going home a champion. For once. For once.
0: I mean, we had this whole thing. Like, he was supposed to be a cha- uh, champion last year. Mm. And the year before
1: that. Which I'm pretty sure
0: they won the, the, they won the House Cup in, in their first year.
1: Yeah. But that's not the same thing as the Quidditch Cup, though, right? No. No but they won the house cup house cup yeah i I just remember reading that they they
0: haven't won the house cup in seven years since the legendary charles weasley left they won the house cup two years ago and i swear they won it again last year
1: with the quidditch cup they haven't no the quidditch cup no but yeah i think that's they won two years in a row for the the house cup yeah yeah, yeah so probably gonna make it a third. Year year. Probably gonna be a third year. That's damn. Gryffindor is super team. <laughs> like they're uh, like the twenty seventeen warriors. Yeah, they're on that
0: level for sure. Um, um, what did you really like about this chapter aside from everything you've already mentioned? Like, just one of those things that you just loved. Like, had to inhale.
1: Um, it's nice that they've they made up. Um, Ron yeah. and Hermione, and it, but it obviously took kind of a tragedy um, or yeah, tragedy in the making to bring them together. But that's nice that that's kind of fixed. Um, I think that was very good. And also I think this was a pretty, just a pretty solid chapter for Hermione. Obviously she's not the one who won the Quidditch match and everything, but she showed a different side of herself. Um, a better side. you <laughs> Slapping up uh, some mandums and also Storming out of uh, Professor Trelawney's class because she realizes how stupid it is. And I mean, a lot of people are thinking that, aside from Lavender Brown and Pavarti Patel, but good on her. But uh, yeah, no, I thought this was an interesting chapter. And definitely the Quidditch was actually pretty solid this time. And I gotta give a shout out to my man, my man Lee Jordan. He's calling it as it is, he's unbiased, a legend. A legend he is how about you what was uh what was your kind of main takeaway from this chapter or best kind of stuff like we know how much harry likes quidditch
0: but like and we know he's really good at it but we never really know how good he was like he was a really good seeker yes but it's like what else did he do like what were the little this is i'm gonna go full basketball analysis here what were the little things that harry potter do let's break it down right here jacob the little things that harry did is He saw that they were trying to box out Katie Bell. So what does he do? He goes and he creates a distraction. He cuts. He cuts in, expecting him to get the ball, even though a seeker can't get the ball. Everyone clears out, which gives Katie Bell an open shot at the net to make the score 80-20. Gryffindor is up by 60, and we know that they need to be up by 50 or more points in order for Harry to catch the snitch. And then then he sees Draco Malfoy snooping down, to get the snitch, what does he do? He goes beast mode, boom, S- trucks through blocked by James moment right there. And he just <laughs> picks up the snitch. He's on yeah. the ground, he raises his hand up, and you're like, God damn Harry Potter, you deserve the MVP every
1: year. You're like he's literally LeBron James on
0: a broomstick.
1: Yeah. Factual. Like he 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 shows that he's a natural from the beginning, but we don't necessarily see a lot of it in action and now he has a the best broom in the game but I don't even think it's just the broom that made it him so dominant in this match it's just he's really showing his skill the LeBron James like you said of of Quidditch I don't know if that's a fair comparison he's not he's not necessarily he's described as being like quick and agile and being able to jump high but I don't think he's a like a freak athlete like LeBron is he's like Nate Robinson all right, all right. He's really
0: good, but, like, you might not remember him. But I've now I
1: think you're underselling his skills. Was he AI? They... But AI can't dunk. Yo, you called him Nate Robinson, man. Yo, do you remember what happened to Nate Robinson this... <laughs> last, last year? Oh, my God. Yo, Draco is Jake Paul. <laughs> oh, my God. This is too much. No, 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 I'm just that saying was, that was, uh, oh my God. Poor, poor. All right. Pouring one up for Nate Robinson at the moment, but
0: I'm not pouring one up for Jake Paul. Cause he's about to get his butt beat by Ben Askren. Let's go. MMA news on right, another, just another
1: chapter. Shout out, shout out MMA. Let's go. Um, yeah, no, I, I this, is a, this is a very interesting chapter. You did you say you already gave your you already gave your chapter a score right? Yeah, I gave ch- five out of five for this chapter. And yeah, um, is there anything else you want to kind of touch on before we can move to quotes?
0: No, like as much as I love this chapter, not a lot really happened. Like, yeah. Yeah. It, we kind of covered everything. Like, we could go in depth on on Harry and his Quidditch strategy, but we don't really need to because no. he won. He finally he won. won the Quidditch cup, and everyone loved him. So yeah, let's uh, let's third, go into our
1: chapter. Third time's a charm.
0: Yeah, let's go into our chapter winners, our quotes, and
1: and everything of the such. I think for me, like I don't know, chap, chapter chapter winner is it? It has to be Harry, right? Yeah, at no, least oh for me, it's like yeah. He, oh my god, he snapped when he needed to, and he was he was ready. He was ga- He was game planning for this day. He was. He got out a lot of extra practice with his fireball, make sure he's ready to rock and roll. And I think yep. overall, he just, he played his part. And obviously being a seeker and knowing the situation, they're down by quite a bit in terms of the points in the Quidditch season. So he waited for the moment and he he uh, executed the plan right away. So good good on you, Harry Potter. Pretty good Quidditch player. Homeboy one, homeboy <clears throat>
0: Was a was it was a G? Yeah, same all the same reasons. I'm gonna have to give it to Harry. Like, there's nothing really to talk about. Harry just dominated this chapter. You can give a shout to his firebolt because mm-hmm. I. The only thing I disagreed with you is that I think the only reason why he
1: got to the he got to the snitch was because of his firebolt. Because of his firebolt. Well, the thing is, like, he's already one of the best seekers in probably in hot well out of the four houses right now. Yeah well he probably i guess he is the best or maybe mm, he, i don't know there's only there's no way of proving because of the the obviously the broomsticks do make a significant yeah. difference, but he's he's definitely really good and especially for his he's the youngest uh, seeker in all of um hogwarts right now yeah. and one of the youngest seekers ever or was he the youngest he was the youngest yeah, gryffindor he was the youngest seeker. seeker ever in 100 years um oh, in all of gryffindor or was it in hogwarts
0: in all of Hogwarts. He was a young okay. he was like the first first year in a hundred years to right. be to be a thing. So maybe he has a future as a Quidditch player, Quidditch star. Uh, damn, if he wants, he could. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, no, he's he's pretty darn good. So I think, yeah, chapter winner for sure, Harry. And my favorite quote is very um I couldn't really think of a very good one, but I found one that really kind of called to me so it comes from it comes from the man himself the man the myth the legend okay whatever let's, let's lee jordan is this is one of his uh this is his commentary he's saying you cheating scum lee jordan was howling into the megaphone dancing out of professor McGonagall's reach <laughs> you filthy cheating bee! professor McGonagall didn't even bother to tell him off She was actually shaking her finger in Malfoy's direction. Her hat had fallen off and she too was shouting furiously. So not only is Lee Jordan in the right, but he even has Professor McGonagall on his side. So that's when, you know, he did his part. He did his, he did, he's he's done a good job. Lee Jordan, maybe, maybe he has a career in broadcasting Quidditch. could be.
0: Maybe, maybe, I mean, Lee Jordan would be like the same as Mike Breen. (laughs) Bye. <laughs> oh, no, he would be like Jack Armstrong. He would be like Jack Armstrong, just being super biased, but, like, saying it how it is. Okay. All right. Lee Jordan, Jack Armstrong? Could
1: be. Could be. Just Maybe this guy one. has a point. Maybe he has a point. Just what was uh, what was your favorite quote?
0: Mine was the very last line of the entire chapter. Um, Quote, if you... I messed it up. I messed the second word up restart restart <laughs> quote if only there had been a dementor around dot 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 as a sobbing wood passed harry the cup as he lifted it into the air harry felt he could have produced the world's best patronus hopefully it wasn't draco Crabbe, and goyle who are on the other end of it but i love that thing because we know that he was struggling in the beginning to find his happiest moment and even then it might not have been happy enough because he didn't have a Patronus strong enough and he feels now as if he can. So we know if he can ever do it again, if he ever meets a Dementor, he feels as if he has the best Patronus ever. And it just shows how much Harry really f- loves Quidditch because yes, he, he's beaten Voldemort. What is it? Three times now, two and a half times, three times, like two and a half times. If you count Tom Riddle, he has survived survived the Dursleys on several different occasions he has done so many things at Hogwarts yet the one thing he loves is Quidditch and now he finally feels I want to say complete
1: definitely along those lines yeah that's if that's his happiest moment He's definitely reached a point where he's comfortable and happy and everything is going well. So if he can cast a good Patronus based off of that moment, good for him. Good for him. Obviously, Quidditch is important to him. So good for Harry. Since I haven't given my broomstick rating, I will just give it right here. And it is four out of five. Coward. What? Okay. It would have been five out of five if there was more Lee Jordan. Oh my because god! Because then, because then, I want to, I want to hear his opinion. He, where is he after the game? Because he's clearly unbiased. He's on. The, I want to see him on the pitch. I want to see him celebrating. I want to see him raise the Quidditch cup. I want to see him front and center in okay. the okay. Gryffindor common room after okay. they're all celebrating the next day. And I, the said, the okay. I said <laughs> <laughs> okay. I <laughs> said. He snapped. He's yeah, not okay. I think, I think he actually snap more than Harry to be honest, but that's that's aside the point.
0: Yeah, probably. Like, no, I'm straight
1: wait, what I, okay, straight. I thought you would actually agree. Like,
0: okay. no, my okay. favorite character again has to be Harry. Five yeah, no, five it's, it's Harry. It's yeah. Harry. Yeah, Harry again. Like, th- I think we're getting to a stretch of chapters here where it has to be Harry, yeah. and if it's not Harry. You have to give a really good reason as to why it's someone else
1: yeah yeah that's true and yeah we're both on the same page harry he's goaded up and goaded uh, yeah he i mean he snapped in the quidditch match shout out firebolt shout out harry shout out uh just a good match overall and yeah. i think that'll do it for this chapter i don't yeah. think we have much else to add and yeah no that was fun that was a fun uh fun little chapter rooney and yeah uh, i really yeah. hope harry asked cho chang out Ooh. we'll see we'll see i have cho chang's funko Spark. pop in
0: front of me and she looking kind of bad
1: sparks are flying yep. it at hogwarts I love know. is in the air perhaps i don't know you'll just have to wait and see if that happens no oh, you another know the chapter leave, Jacob? what the mentors dude get get them away from me.
0: i don't get like them I don't away mess from with me them. I feel like I'll the listeners are like, going crazy. They like, Joe, just end this chapter. Like <laughs> end this end this podcast. All right. Wrap it up. And, wrap it up. Okay, sorry. That, uh, sorry. You wrap it up, Jacob. Wrap it up. I'm sorry.
1: Okay. Well, th- that was uh that was a uh, in fact just another chapter, Jacob and Joe, and uh, if you want some more, come back tomorrow for another chapter. Chapter 16. Professor Trelawney's prediction. Ooh. Deuces. Deuces.
0: Who are you?
1: I'm Harry, Harry Potter.